Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. My guest host for this episode at the next is Mandy Natal. Mandy was a former collegiate volleyball player and a high school health teacher. And since that time, she's adopted the self-proclaimed titles of taxi driver, nutritionist, doctor, therapist, personal trainer, cancer survivor, photographer, and house chef, all since marrying her soulmate and becoming a mom. Mandy is now publishing her first book, The Birthday Suit, which serves as a resource on how and when to have that difficult and awkward conversation about the birds and the bees with your child. Her new book launched October the 5th of this year, 2021. This first book of hers is going to make a huge difference in many parents' lives. We'll have links in the podcast description. So without further ado, here's Mandy Natal. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fiercely Parodying. Today I have as my special guest host, Mandy Nuttle. Mandy and her kind-hearted husband, Matt, found out real quick how easy it is to go from three to five kids after twins rocked their world. After living in Utah for 12 years and Mandy working as a professional photographer while her husband finished school, the Nuttles have moved north and have fallen in love with the Pacific Northwest. In between the craziness of motherhood, Mandy has found another incredible purpose. Mandy is publishing her first book, The Birthday Suit, Book One, Yearly Guides to Easily Teach Children One to Nine About Their Bodies, and launches on October the 5th, 2021. This first book will make a huge, huge difference in parents' lives. Without further ado, here's Mandy Nuttle. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Hey, Mandy, I'm glad to have you all today. So, uh, you know, you had so much on your bio, uh, so many good topics to speak about. I, I'm admittedly the first one because I've had to deal with cancer myself. And there are a lot of households, a lot that deal with cancer and nobody's ever quite prepared for it. Uh, you know, moms, dads, I had prostate cancer. Praise the Lord. I was able to get, get past that, but it affected my wife and my kids. Yeah, but you had something to another whole level, Mandy. Not only did you have cancer and correct me if I'm wrong, but then your daughter, Real quickly after you were diagnosed, your two-year-old baby was diagnosed with cancer. So talk us you know, through this. Uh, give us some steps and ways that we can uh, kind of overcome this and, and be able to handle it in the household. Oh, absolutely. So just a quick backstory with me. Um I was only 36 and um, just happened to find skin cancer on my face. 
And uh, I wasn't even going in for this spot on my face. And my doctor's like, hey, well, you know, what is this? Let me just look at this. And I'm like, no, it's just, I've just had a tiny bit of flaky skin there. It's fine. And um, turns out I had to have two huge Mohs surgeries and two sections the size of a quarter taken out of my face, out of wow. my forehead. And it, it was really traumatic. I would have all of, you know, a lot of my family and aunts who were like 70, 80 would be like, oh, I just had those. And my husband's had five on his back. And I'm like, great, but I am 36 and this is my face. I had, I had inches and inches of scars all over my forehead. And, um, it was, it was, you know, it was basal cell carcinoma, you know, it wasn't melanoma yet, but it was a reminder every time I looked in the mirror that I basically had lost my innocence of feeling healthy. Mm. Um, it was, it was hard to look at. And that was a really tough now month. Okay. It was more than a month, but the day that I got, I had two separate surgeries, one after another, because my face got stretched so much from trying to close each hole. Just after my second surgery, the day of, we saw this glow in my daughter's eye and our, our, one of our twins in our little Jules eye. And she was two years old. And it was just a, a light reflection kind of in the back of her pupil. And um, oh, I knew deep down in my gut that it wasn't just something small. And we took her in the next day, and she was diagnosed with retinoblastoma. Oh, and it was, it was really, really intense. Now, she's the youngest of, of five children. So we obviously, as parents, we were already very overwhelmed. And when we faced this, we were, let me just say, in two years, she was sedated 22 times because um, every mm. single exam she had to be put under because it's an in-depth exam of the eye. So um, yeah, there's no, there's no way that they're going to be set still for that. No, no, not a two-year-old. So, so it was... It's, it's incredible, first of all, you know, what modern medicine is capable of. She was able to receive treatment in the most supernatural way to me. They, they didn't, she did not have to go through systemic chemo because they went through her leg, an artery in her leg, went all the way up through her heart with a catheter, up into her brain and into the back of her eye and injected the chemo into that artery that went directly into her eye. Wow. Does that not just sound oh, supernatural? No. <laughs> Modern technology. Yes. yes. So she had a, a very advanced tumor and um, our family is extremely faithful and our, my entire family and uh, my extended family, there were so many prayers on her behalf. And as a mother, the only thing that you can do in this situation is to is to pray and ask. And Absolutely. I asked specifically, you have no, you have no control. You have no control. No, no. And, and I asked specifically for what I hoped for. Cause if for a while it was so hard to know, what do I pray for? Do I pray to, you know, change the direction of the course of her life? Do I change for, or do I pray for a miracle? Do I pray for just me to accept whatever's going to happen? Like knowing what to pray for, you think that would be easy, but I didn't know what to pray for. I was so lost. Plus, I was going through what I had just gone through, and I was a mess. <laughs> so I, I I'm going into the hospital with, like, these stitches and bandage all over my face, and they're like, what happened and to this family? two-year-old. Oh. Yeah, it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty intense. But 
she is just now turned five. Um, she, every time we go in, our doctor says that it is, uh, he says remarkable because he's not really allowed to say a miracle. He says her case is absolutely remarkable. She went from being completely blind in that eye um, to her tumor is dead. There is no sign of cancer and she can see. Um, most situations like this, they remove the eye immediately. Um, but we chose to try and fight and, uh, but like you said, it affects the whole family. And but now you have a walking, breathing, <laughs> little miracle, Yeah, you know, a constant, uh, testimony and affirmation of the miracles that God can and does work in our lives. Oh, they're not fiction. They are not. Fi- they are real. They are absolutely real. And my daughter is just yeah, a walking miracle. But uh, with with a family, everyone went through it, obviously. And the people who really understood what was going on, they came and served my family. They came and brought things for her twin brother. Um, she was showered with an incredible amount of gifts, which I was so grateful for. But the people who really understood they came and took care of my family because those are the ones who feel invisible when someone has cancer. They are well, the ones I, that feel lost and invisible. I tell you what, you know, it's a, uh, sometimes we have problems accepting and allowing other people <laughs> to come into our lives and to speak into our lives of uh, love, encouragement, we will try to handle everything on our own. And you know what? We're not meant to handle everything on our own. As a young father, I had no clue, no clue whatsoever. Uh, but in my church, I became part of the, uh, the the ushers group because there were all those husbands and dads that had been husbands and dads for years. And I was able to ask them questions, but they, they so lovingly and consistently spoke into my life and the life of my wife and our kids and have done so over the course of them growing up. But if we hadn't allowed that, you know, we, we would not have had that blessing. And it sounds like you were blessed because you allow God to come in and work through other people to touch you, your little girl, your the other twin, your husband, and your whole family. Mm-hmm. And mom and dad, you are not alone. There are mm-hmm. people out there that want to believe in you. There are people out there that want to help you. Let them. But Absolutely. Wow, I, I just wanted to speak to that because I, I, I can see it in your face. And see how much it meant to you, and you know I'm I'm so glad that you and your husband just received that blessing from other people. Yeah, it was humbling at first to be the recipient mm-hmm. of so much service. It was really, and at first you do have that like I'm good, I got it. But then when you are when you are knocked down so low, the, the time that you are able to say no, I don't got this, I need help. Um, and, and, I, and I got to a point where I realized it wasn't them helping me. It was just the fact that they are able to serve. That is them also helping 
themselves. Service is a, such a huge selfless act that just helps people wow. receive joy. And so it doesn't just help me. I mean, the, just the fact That's that they get to serve. That's a profound point, uh, people that Mandy is speaking to. That is allow so people profound. to serve. Just allow it. Because it is, it's a two, it's a two-way street. Uh, when you come at it and you truly want to help someone, I tell you what, you you end up, you can't help but enhancing who you are as a servant leader when you choose to serve others with no strings attached. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's just a wonderful thing that God creates. It, it just, it's a two-way blessing. Uh, wow. Yeah, we're all in this together for sure. So are are y'all in the clear? Uh, you know, I, I know that it's been a few years since your daughter's diagnosis and they've taken care of the tumor. Are y'all pretty much cancer-free at this time? Well, we're in every three months. Um, this last round, it was like two months ago, it was our first time having an unsedated exam. So that was huge for us. So we're going to be in every three months for probably the next two more years till she's about two to three years cancer-free. And then she'll have exams every six months and then maybe after she's 10 every year. But it's just constantly looking for new growth. That's that's what they're trying to do. Well, again, moms, dads, guardians, listen to her, listen to her heart. Uh, this was a very, very trying time for Mandy and her and her husband, her family persevered. They brought in loved ones uh, and allowed them to love on them and for them to be blessed by loving on her and her family. And I, I just ask that you know that no matter what situation that God puts before you, as it says in his word, you know, you just need to be still and he will fight for you. And uh, you can be still in the company of your loved ones and those that he brings into your life. Hey, Mandy, before we go to our second point, tell them where they can find you and how they can connect with you online and, and your book. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thebirthdaysuitbooks.com or Facebook and Instagram is at thebirthdaysuitbooks. Um, this book is just an incredible resource for parents to take the burden off, not knowing what to say to your child as you teach them about their body and about sex. Um, it takes the burden off of not knowing when to teach it, as I have a lesson plan for every year of your child's development, 1 through 18, to tell, to, and it just guides you through the whole process of, you know, say this, say this new statement here. What's your family value on this? And everything is just basic facts, and I leave room for parents to add their family values. So it's not, it's not driven politically or religiously one way or the other. It's just neutral, basic facts about our body presented in a sequential way so parents can just teach it every birthday, um, have a, a talk with their child on every birthday, and, and be able to feel confident in that you're educating your child correctly and um, be able to get through that, you know, difficult sex talk with, you know, confidence. Oh, yeah, it, it is. A, it is a difficult talk. That's that's something every parent has to go through. And uh, it, it, it is not easy. Well, moms and dads, I'm going to have links 
uh, in the podcast description so that, you know, what you download the podcast and you see the description, there'll be links. Just go in there, click on them, and you'll find out more about Mandy and her book. Well, that concludes part one of a two-part interview with Mandy Natal. You'll find links to her book in the podcast description. Please check that out. And be back for part two of my interview with Mandy. Until then, God bless.